0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.
1: Now, you're welcome back to Breakfast Business with me, Emmett Oliver. Now, we all know, living in Dublin at least, that this place is kind of getting full up in terms of <laughs> lack of a green belt, land, transport, of course, and the road network, all fairly congested. You can witness that any morning. So, should we be doing more to lighten the load in Dublin, but also. Dealing with some of the population increases that are expected to happen in other cities, particularly Cork, where apparently the population is going to increase by 60% between now and 2040, according to government demographic projections. Now, IBEC, the employer's body, has been out trying to say that we need to increase spending On infrastructure in Cork and other cities, particularly in terms of government spending, infrastructure and social investment, as it calls it. Uh, Joining me now is Fergal O'Brien, who is Executive Director of Lobbying and Influence at IBEC, to talk about this more. Good morning to you, Fergal. Good morning, Emmett. How are you? Very well indeed. Now, we, we all know that we've been very poor at getting regional balance, as they call it. I mean, I've just come back a few weeks ago from Scotland. You've got vibrant cities like Edinburgh, Glasgow, up to Aberdeen. You know, They really spread the population and the investment. We, don't, we haven't been doing that in Ireland for a long, long time. You're trying to put some emphasis on this, and Cork is particularly the city you're looking at. Just tell us a little bit about the kind of pressures that are going on and how urgent the need is.
0: I suppose overall, look, the economy continues to perform really, really strongly. Um, And probably the single biggest issue that we're seeing with IBEC members right across the country right now is capacity constraints. So we're doing well. I must admit, when I saw the CSO employment numbers last week, they continued to surprise me that we're finding that scale of extra workers to come into the economy, given all the challenges we know we have around housing and everything else. Um, But I think we're going to see that trend slow. Unless we make a really significant shift in terms of infrastructure, housing, and those capacity issues, now in many ways, look, we are we are still imbalanced. There's probably too much of economic activity, there's too much of population growth happening on the east coast and, and particularly inside that M50. But at the same time, the regions have been doing really well. You know, like we've we've seen a renaissance in manufacturing, particularly things like life sciences, technology. To agree. To a degree, right down the west coast, you know, there's a real tech, life sciences hotbed the whole way from from Donegal to Cork, actually, and in other parts of the country. But we're leaving lots of opportunities on the table, and it kind of feels now, you know, kind of post COVID. We have this reform of the, the global corporate tax coming at us. It feels like a new phase of, of economic development. Um, and we have this incredible opportunity in the public finances, this, this, this surge we have in, in, in the tax revenue. And I don't think that's going to disappear anytime soon. So it feels like we need to embrace this new phase of economic so, development. So, Fergal,
1: what, 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 you, what kind of things are you calling for? or what, Where do you think it's best this spending goes to?
0: The most important thing, Emmett, I mean, is that we show ambition in terms of the infrastructure investment. So we have a national development plan. We have this national planning framework which set out those population targets um, that you spoke to for cities like Cork but our other regional cities as well. Um, we need to start making that happen. Right now, it still feels a bit theoretical, for, particularly for our members across the regions. Um, so we, need, we, we haven't finished the, base, the basics of road transport infrastructure so lots of regions aren't connected by sufficient roads. Again we have our second and third cities not connected by adequate road connection. Again probably one of the few countries in Europe that doesn't have that um, and obviously we need to decarbonize in a very significant way um, cities like Cork in terms of its transport strategy for light rail um, for bus connects um, in terms of Docklands rejuvenation there's massive opportunities. Cork's a good example actually if you look at the Celtic Tiger in Cork everything kind of happened in the ring not in the city, and now the city centre itself is beginning to come alive, but it needs to be supported with investment. So I think that's the most important thing: is to set out the ambition of the scale of the investment. And while we support, particular Minister McGrath's view that we need, you know, to to put money away in terms of future 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 costs for the state, we have to set out a really ambitious investment program. Yeah, we get I mean, I spoke, to do that, though.
1: Yeah, I spoke to him a few months ago here on News Talk, and he, he, I said to him about this very issue, and he was talking about ageing costs that are going to arise infrastructure seemed to be a good bit further down. And I suppose the other issue is a lot of the Dublin infrastructure is still not properly up to scratch. I mean, you think about the sewerage, you think about the water. I mean, so there's a backfilling job to be done there even before we get to your Corks and Limericks and Galways, isn't there? So it's not as if sort of Dublin is fixed and now we can move out from there. There are big issues here too, aren't there?
0: Oh absolutely um there's a lot there's a lot to be done but we do have the resources to, to set about doing this now in a really meaningful way and that's why you know when you look at the budget that, 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 that's coming up and, and Minister McGrath joined us with some of our members Minister Coveney and other TDs in in Cork on Monday this week and we're doing similar engagements around the country over the coming weeks the message they were hearing from businesses if you send if you set out an ambitious plan and also if we signal to international markets particularly in terms of contractors that Ireland is going to be a consistent and serious investor in infrastructure. You'll actually bring capacity into the country to deliver this. So we think it can be done. There's other things we got to watch as well. It's not just about the physical infrastructure, our innovation we're slipping down in terms of R&D performance, in terms of investment and lifelong learning. And we're also becoming expensive in it. Like our members oh, are yes. really draw, drawing attention to the fact that, you know, they could be facing 20 labour cost increase from policy measures alone, 12% potential increase in, 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 in minimum and wage. And
1: Virgo, um, could I ask you just a little bit about are talk about government and whether there's a united approach? And, you know, obviously we have a coalition government so there are three parties so inevitably there are different emphasis. Obviously the Green Party seem to be less supportive of roads being finished off, as you mentioned. Uh, Public transport seems to be where they're at. I I saw an amazing story the other day where the OPW are objecting to the Metro um, project. So, you know, state agencies fighting with other state agencies. So is there a sense that we're not necessarily getting this one cohesive message from the state itself that different groups want different things? And maybe that's one of our problems we have to address.
0: The state is definitely struggling to deliver on it, which I think is a significant issue. There's There's a big reputational issue here, because if we're seen as having this great opportunity in terms of the availability of the resources, we have the money to do it, and we're not getting it done, then that is going to be damaging for our reputation. So, yes, it's about cohesion in government, but it's also about capacity in the planning authorities, in the regulatory agencies to go and get this done. Now is a time for delivery. And while we've had this plans of national planning framework and national development plan for a number of years, we haven't really proven the delivery. And we need to get about that now really, really quickly.
1: And a lot of our listeners, you know, they get nervous when they hear the state and infrastructure because the record is it's, it's mixed at best. I mean, when you look at things like the National Children's Hospital, the overruns, you know, badly managed projects, you can go back over the decades, you know you wouldn't necessarily be that confident that we can manage big infrastructure spending. Would you guys be in favour of an agency that does this or, or some new body that has some oversight of how all the different bits are moving along?
0: You know, it's, it's interesting, I suppose, you know, for, from when we first kind of had the resources to do infrastructure projects in the early 2000s, you know, we struggled with the road program initially. And, you know, we had all those same debates about the, the motorway delivery uh, in the initial stages. Um, but we learned hard lessons and As we were finishing, and we didn't complete the network, but as we were getting to the end of that big spend in in terms of motorway development, it was a much more streamlined, efficient system, typically um, on budget, uh, meeting timelines. So we have done infrastructure well. I I wouldn't accept that, you know, the country's never done infrastructure well, but there are parts of infrastructure delivery that definitely could be better. But there are skills here. But interestingly, we see in so many of our members, there across Europe and across the world, delivering infrastructure projects for other governments. So we can bring a lot of capacity back home and we can bring international firms into Ireland if we signal that scale of ambition. And we we can do it a lot better, absolutely.
1: Yeah, Okay, let's leave it there. I know IBEC are doing a series of regional launches and it's good to have that idea of balanced development wherever you live. Nobody wants to have just centralised or overburdened uh, development. So nobody's in favour of that. For now, let's leave you there. Fergal O'Brien, he is Executive Director of Lobbying and Influence at IBEC. Now coming up...